Lifeguard Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick to get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your pal with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill.
afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere, anchors our home base. On your favorite podcasting platform, just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And, of course, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, our social media platforms. Today on the program, we'll be joined by Mike Trumpet of ESPN. I'm sorry, no, let me take that back. Formerly of ESPN, NewOrleans.Football. i got to get used to that. NewOrleans.Football. He'll join us at 435. Larry Holder of The Athletic at 535. And uh, back from the three-day holiday, if you have, were fortunate, as uh, Rudy, myself, Ken Trahan, and the crew at 106.1 uh, FM were to have a three-day holiday. Hope you are, uh, enjoyed it. Back to the grind now, right? Looking forward to it. Got a lot to talk about today. Um, I'm just mystified by what I heard on Colin Cowherd's show yesterday as the replays were out all over social media. Sean Payton interviewing with Cowherd as he's been a regular guest on that program uh, and uh, saying that uh, Mickey and him had a discussion and the compensation for Sean Payton is a mid to late first round pick. I'll give you my thoughts on that. Also, again, um, the Pelicans, finally somebody else standing up in this, in this uh, market and questioning Brandon Ingram's toughness. Uh, Christian Clark with a, with a nice article uh, in the Picayune recently, echoing everything that I've said on this program over the last few weeks about Brandon Ingram not getting on the basketball court. We'll touch on that again. Uh, huge for, for one for Tulane tonight as they take on number one ranked Houston uh, in at uh, Devlin uh, Fieldhouse. It's sold out, by the way. Go Green Wave. Go Green Wave fans stepping up uh, just like you did in football, now with basketball, uh, again, uh, supporting the home team. Uh, Houston is 17-1, 5-0 uh, in the conference. Tulane right now. Uh, 12 and 5, 5 and 1. It's the first home game versus the number one team in the nation since 2008. Thank you, Gary Smith. Uh, also, again, a huge test for the Wave. That'll be on ESPN Plus for those of us that are not going to be at Devlin tonight. Uh, so, and also some other news on the Tulane front. Uh, Tulane, again, it has now made changes in both the offense and defensive coordinator. Look, it, it, it's weird. I was talking to Gary this afternoon. Can't find out what's going on with Jim Soboda. He's still on the staff at Tulane but he's not the offensive coordinator. There was a lot of uh, rumor that he was going to be going to Missouri. That has not happened. He's on the staff. We know that tight end coach Slade, uh, Slade Nagel uh, has replaced him as the offensive coordinator. It is the fourth offensive coordinator in four years for Tulane, if you're keeping track. And now, again, defensive coordinator Chris Hampton, after two years at Tulane, is leaving for Oregon, where he'll be co-defensive coordinator and defensive back coach. He's going to be replaced by Lance Guidry of Marshall. Uh, he had the Marshall defense eighth-ranked in the entire nation last year. Uh, both he and Nagel were both previously on the staff at McNeese, and both are McNeese graduates. So, again, a uh, little bit of McNeese flavor uh, for Tulane. But, um, man, Boda did a hell of a job as the offensive coordinator. Not sure what's going on there, but Gary assures me that, again, that after tonight's game uh, with um, – with the uh, uh, Houston and, and Tulane battling uh, at Devlin, uh, that he will be all over that and trying to investigate that and have that for us for Thursday on the program. LSU gets some good news. John Henry's coming back for his senior season. He did not enter the draft, so he's coming back. He should come back 
Uh, he needs to be able to, first of all, be healthy and, and be, a, again, a, and he's got to get, uh, he's got to be the player we thought he was coming out of Destrahan. Not even close. Not even close. Uh, you know, he's got game-breaking ability. We haven't seen it. Uh, but, again, that's a, that's a situation where uh, at least he's coming back. That gives LSU another back in the stable of backs. And you can never have too many, too many good backs. So we'll talk about, uh, again, we'll get into that a little bit later on. I got to tell you what, man, I'm just so disappointed in my city right now. Uh, just so frustrated about what's going on. Uh, the crime in the city is just out of control. I mean, just totally out of control. Uh, and it's affecting us. You know, again, look, locals are thinking twice going into the city. And that's horrible. The lifeblood of our city is now tourism. I mean, that, that's what pays the bills here. And, again, there are times in the, in, in, when, dur- during the year when, again, tourism is down because, again, just, you know, the natural flow of things here in this city. And, and businesses, especially small businesses in our city, locally owned and operated businesses, again, uh, especially in the French Quarter, uh, inside the city limits itself, they need locals. And they need locals to feel comfortable in going to those businesses. Uh, and 376 cars have been stolen in the last two weeks. Hundreds more have been broken into in the, in the same time period. I mean, are you thinking about twice about bringing your vehicle into Orleans? I, I know you got to. Five mass shootings. Five. Okay? Some communities never get a mass shooting in a year. We have five, and we're not even out of the month of January yet. Okay? Five mass shootings. That is a shooting of three or more people in, 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 in any, any one shooting incident according to the FBI. So five mass shootings. We're coming off of 280 murders, according to, again, Metropolitan Crime Commission. I know the, uh, the, the, the Picayune and some of the other uh, publications have had it at like 276. I'm going with the MCC, okay? I'm going with the MCC. There's some still open cases on whether they're going to be charged with murder or not. Uh, the MCC's got it at 280. I'm going with 280. Uh, carjackings, robberies uh, are still up. I mean, we've got a carjacking map now. I mean, literally, we have a carjacking map. You can go on on social media right now. You'll go to Oregon. I'm sorry. You can go on, on, on the Internet right now, put in carjackings in New Orleans, and a map comes up of all the carjackings. That's how bad it's been uh, in this city. And still the mayor's not being held accountable. It's amazing. You know, the mayor, again, once again, as I've said before, slow on the draw here constantly. You know, again, reacting instead of acting. And the reaction to the loss of NOPD officers is about two and a half, three years too late. This started a, a, a little bit during the Nagin administration. It ramped up during the Landrieu administration, who was, again, most, mostly responsible for this uh, because of the consent decree and also, again, because of his attitude when he came in and saying it's my way or the highway uh, for New Orleans police officers. And they split. They started leaving in droves. And it's continued and ramped up even under the, uh, under the, uh, under the um, uh, Cantrell administration. Crime's out of control. Uh, I mean, the streets, we are almost, think about this, folks, 20 years past Katrina. I mean, we're, we're closing in on 20 years. We're a couple years out with the 20th anniversary of the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country. And you look at all the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the outlying uh, uh, subsidiaries of New Orleans, the suburbs and exurbs. And you look at the, at, at the uh, street work and, 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 the, and the drainage work and what's been done with the federal money that's been given to those parishes and how they've completed most of that work, New Orleans has not completed 50% yet. It is a crime. It is criminal to be driving on the streets of the city of New Orleans to have all the issues that we're having, and you spend 50% of the money, and we're in danger of losing that money now. Mayor's under federal investigation. 
We already know she works, again, a part-time schedule now, not even a full-time mayor. When you don't meet with your department heads in, in a year and a half, that is a part-time schedule. That means your department heads are running the city, okay? Still garbage pickup issues all over the city. How can that even be? How can that be possible? I said this a long time ago. If, you, if your crime is out of control and you can't get the garbage picked up in any other American city, you're getting tossed out of office. She gets reelected. And now even in a recall, can't get her recalled. I mean, blight, homelessness, affordable housing. I could go on and on and on. I love my city. I love my city with all my heart. But my, again, my city's going into the crapper, into the crapper right now because we don't have the right leadership to turn this thing around. And now Mardi Gras upon us, uh, you know, again, instead of, looking and, and trying to figure out, okay, we need additional security from Mardi Gras like we've done in this city for my entire life. 62 years on this earth. This happened long before I was born. New Orleans going outside of the city to get our police officers to augment the force, even when they were at full force. And she comes up with a plan a month before Mardi Gras and says, okay, Carnival Cruise, if you can find uh, post-certified police officers in Louisiana that will come to New Orleans, we'll pay for them. $50 for a non-Mardi Gras Day parade, $75 an hour for a Mardi Gras parade. If you do this six months ago, the crews have it all together. You did it a month out. I mean, just one mistake after another. One mistake after another. And we take it. And we take it. And I've said it before. Again, one in 15 black males in our city, will be murdered by the time they're 35. Think about that for a second. I said it before. Yes, white people in the city are victims of, of, again, the property crimes, the carjackings and the cars stolen and getting your house broken into. In the black community, it's genocide. It's genocide. How can you stand by and allow this to continue to happen? How could you not be running to be able to sign this petition? But you don't even have to. A self-addressed stamped envelope with a petition has been sent to your home. All you got to do is sign it and send it back. And yes, Ash Wednesday is the deadline, and there's no way she's getting recalled. So New Orleans, we reap what we sow. The golden goose of this city, which is the cultural economy, okay, is at risk right now because of where we are. Not to mention, again, as I've said on this program many times, those that have the wherewithal to leave will leave. Something has to change, ladies and gentlemen. Something has to change. And it has to change quickly. We're dying on the vine right now. We're dying on the vine. All right, I digress. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're looking for a company you can trust that will be there doing the job right the first time, it's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt now. Looking for a new system for your home or your business? Think Burkhardt. Again, uh, they're, they're Nate certified technicians or experts in, in, in again, um, uh, replacing your air conditioner heating system, think Burkhardt before you sign any contract. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. All right, let's, let, let's get into Sean Payton for a few minutes before we go to Mike Trippett uh, at 435 this afternoon. Um, first of all, uh, Sean Payton has, has interviewed with the Houston Texans. He still has permission to be interviewed by Carolina, Arizona, and Denver. Uh, that has not happened up to this point. Meanwhile, uh, the, the, the work of the NFL continues. Even though the Saints took a hiatus for a, for a week, what did uh, Maluma say last week? Uh, we, we needed to uh, – they, they needed to uh, – to t-
motion out of the uh, out of the uh, 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 the interviews. What? I- I'm pissed off. You should be pissed off. Keep the emotion in it, please. Okay. Seven and ten is unacceptable. Mediocrity is unacceptable. But yet. The Falcons have requested permission to interview co-defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen for the defensive coordinator position. You can't let this dude go. He is one of the best defensive line coaches in the NFL. Make him defensive coordinator. Hands off. Chris Richard has, has been has been um, um, has been uh, the, the the Panthers have requested permission to interview co-defensive coordinator uh, Chris Richard uh, for the defensive coordinator position. If you had to let one go, he's the one I let go. And it's not because I don't think he's a good defensive coordinator or a good defensive back coach. It's just, again, I think Nielsen is a guy that, that is an up-and-comer, will be a head coach one day in the league, okay? And defensive coordinator is this natural progression, him calling the plays on game day. So I said before, with Allen coming back, one of the things I take away from him is game day play calling. Okay, he needs to concentrate on being a head coach. He's handicapped as it is. Joe Lombardi out as the offensive coordinator for the Chargers, okay? So... That means that more than likely they will not be making a change at head coach. The quarterback coach was also released. Maybe Joe Lombardi is a candidate for the offensive coordinatorship here in New Orleans. We'll see how that plays out. As I said said before, Peyton told uh, Colin Cowherd that uh, Mickey and Peyton have had agreed on compensation for for Sean Peyton. It would be a mid to late round pick. Now, I'm going to say this again, ladies and gentlemen. To me, that is way too low for a Super Bowl winning coach that was not fired, but quit. That is the top candidate on every team's list of head coaching candidates. I mean, look, top candidate. Everybody wants this guy, right? I mean, I'm on the record of saying the Gruden deal is the starting point. Two number one picks, two number two picks, and cash. To get any less is not getting max compensation for Peyton. And look, some of the, some guys that I that I that I really uh, respect have come out and tried to downplay this on local media members. Uh, you know, one saying that, you know, draft choices were not as, 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 uh, as um, uh, revered. Uh, they, weren't thought, uh, they weren't thought as much of back in 02 as they are now. Give me a break, okay? I've been watching football since I'm a little kid. And draft choices are, again, the lifeblood of any organization. Any organization. I ain't buying it. The trade should be looked at as a franchise-changing move, much like winning the lottery, you know, the draft lottery in the NBA, or getting the first overall pick of the NFL. It's franchise-changing, ladies and gentlemen, okay? That is what it is to have the right to a Super Bowl-winning coach, the winningest coach in Saints franchise history. It's a game-changer. Look, it's a game-changer for the Saints. You mean to tell me that Peyton was not worth four wins for this team this season, the difference between 7-10 and and 11-6? and I'll tell you he was. Attention to detail, his motivation tactics, his demand for excellence, his offensive play calling, his, his again, his game day, again, uh, uh, aggressiveness. All that's worth four games, okay? All that's worth four games. I will tell you right now, there will not have been as many penalties, turnovers, missed assignments as there were under Allen. Just his presence would not have allowed that, okay? So I'm telling you he's worth four games to this franchise, to this franchise. Now factor in the fact that, again, that uh, again he's going to raid the Saints for the best and brightest. You're telling me a mid to late round first pick for a coach that's considered the best on the market? Okay. Not just the best on the market now, but one of the best in the game is enough? Loomis asking for, a, uh, again, a mid to late round pick, in my opinion, is not looking out for the organization. You know, and it reeks of Loomis looking out for Peyton. 
It just reeks of this. And i got to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. That just doesn't fly with me, okay? That just doesn't fly with me, okay? Who sets the opening bid at the lowest you should accept? Because that's pretty much what happened, right? Peyton's saying mid-first round to late-first round pick for me. What? To me, that's the lowest compensation the Saints should accept, and that's after next season. In other words, that's not even on the table for this season. That's next season, okay? Remember, the Saints hold Peyton's rights for the next two years after the completion of the 2024 season. So if it's a mid to late round pick, if that's all that Loomis can get for Peyton this year, he's not doing his job. He's not doing it. it reeks of, and I use air quotes here, nepotism, okay? Uh, and he should be fired. So I'm going to do the best for Peyton, but not for the Saints because we're buddies. Because, again, he gave so much to the organization. He walked from the organization. He walked. Okay, this is, okay, Peyton is an asset. The franchise has to look at this transaction as the same way as winning the NBA draft lottery or securing the number one pick uh, in the NFL draft. Peyton's on the open market. He should merit at least that type of compensation. So if you're trading the first overall pick in the NFL or, again, the, the, the NBA's, uh, again, first overall pick in the draft, you think, what do you think the compensation would be? You think it would be number one number one pick? Or you think you'd get multiple number one picks and players. Now, again, you can't trade players for coaches, right? But this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And that's the way it needs to be looked at from this organization. And anything less, again, is malfeasance. Is malfeasance. Loomis is selling the franchise short. He's undervaluing Peyton's worth on the open market. And the leverage that he has. He's got two seasons where the Saints own the rights to Sean Payton, okay? Loomis just want to start a bidding war here. You know, franchise versus franchise. He set the asking price so low instead of, again, instead of high, and then he's working from there. Who does that, okay? How can this be okay with Lausch or Mrs. Benson? You know, I know the fan base is expecting more, okay? And what is wrong with playing hardball and setting a new precedent? See, I hear, well, you know, that was 2002 with Gruden. Well, start the new precedent. There is nothing wrong with setting a new precedent. Once again, I'll say it again. This is what scares me about this franchise right now. Do the research, ladies and gentlemen. Loomis is in over his head. At the very least, we know we can negotiate a contract, right? We've seen that over the years. Can he not get the most value? for the most important trade in franchise history. The hottest commodity on the coaching market, a once-in-a-generation opportunity, not, not just for the Saints, but also for the teams that are vying for Peyton's services. i just say this as I get ready to close. If Peyton blows this critical piece, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, if Loomis blows this critical piece in, in terms of trading Peyton, okay, this is a critical piece to the rebuilding of this franchise. He will set this franchise back five years. And that's on top of doubling down on Dennis Allen, okay? On top of that, again, it's Loomis's fiduciary, fiduciary duty, in my opinion, not just the season ticket holders like myself, but the fan base and to the franchise to be constantly striving for excellence. Not mediocrity, not mediocrity, excellence. And, I, and I've said this before, staying with Allen 
is the definition of mediocrity, not excellence. So on one hand, you're not going to try to get enough or the maximum value for Sean Payton, but then you're at the same time, you're doubling down on Dennis Allen. You're bringing him back for another year. Allen's the definition of mediocrity, not excellence. See, to me, I'm looking for excellence. You did it. You, you cut ties with Van Gundy, and you found Willie Green. That's excellence. That's finding, again, I don't care if, it's one, if, if, you, if you hit the powerball or not, you found an excellent coach that immediately turns your franchise around, much like you did with Peyton. How can you not be striving for that now? Okay? Dennis Allen, I'll just ask this, this question. Is he considered one of the up-and-coming bright head coaches? I mean, is he is, in the NFL? No, he's a retread that failed once and then failed again last year. And to me, the only reason for his retention is he grew up in the organization. And wait, the team doesn't want to fire a coach because they don't like how it looks after one season. They think that that looks bad on the, on the organization. I'll say it again, ladies and gentlemen. Mediocrity, not excellence, is what Dennis Allen is as a head coach. And, and then you think purging the coaching staff is going to be the elixir that will fix all that ails the Saints? This is, honestly, the Saints are only putting off the inevitable here, right? For a season, because after next season, the Saints are going to be looking for the next Sean Payton, as they should have been looking for the, for the, Sean, for the next Sean Payton this year. I get continuity. I was all in. It failed. Cut bait. Move on. Said it before, and I'll say it again. Loomis before Payton had the Saints mired in mediocrity. And I have no doubt, based on last year's draft trades, not asking enough compensation for Payton when he has all the leverage, and now doubling down on Allen, that the Saints are back on a path to mediocrity. And that mediocrity is going to be the norm, not the exception, where, again, for at least 15 years, excellence was what they strive for. Now, I get it. Hall of Fame quarterback that made Payton look, look a lot better. We'll see again how great Payton really is if he doesn't have, because he doesn't have Drew Brees, wherever he goes. But we don't care what it is right now. You could care less. His resume says Hall of Fame coach. His resume says Super Bowl winner. His resume says offensive genius. So you get, you get compensation accordingly. Now, this has just been one mess up after another by Mickey Loomis. From starting with last year's draft to, again, doubling down now on, on Dennis Allen and now setting the compensation bar at a mid to late round, first round pick uh, for, for, for Sean Payton. Amazing. And it's crickets over there. It's crickets. Again, I said it the other day. Who's evaluating Mickey Loomis? And the answer is no one. And therein lies the problem, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to tell you what. You think I'm fuming now and they haven't even made the deal. Let them make the deal and come back with a mid-round pick for this dude. Okay? And leave, leave all those other picks on, 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 the, uh, on, 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 on the counter and not, and not come back with it. You, ain't, you think I'm pissed now. You ain't heard nothing yet. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends over at uh, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. I don't care where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're looking for a company you can trust with your vehicle, Southern Tire and the Piazza family have been doing it over 51 years, since 1972. ASC certified mechanics uh, that, again, are using the same diagnostic equipment. You get the dealership. They're not going to keep your vehicle, or you know, again, for two, three weeks. That's just not what they do. They get you in. They get you out. You need tires. Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. 
and of course a tire that'll fit everyone's budget. So you don't just walk in and say, hey, we got these high-end tires for you, take it or leave it. No, something for everyone's budget. Wheels and tires of 30 inches, you can finance that as well. Uh, Southern Tire, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturdays from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Southern Tire, Hickory Airline, and Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. We'll be right back with Mike Triplett of, e- of New Orleans.Football. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Beau Rivage Resort and Casino. It's the License to Thrill giveaway at Beau Rivage through February 25th. Win prizes including $50,000 cash and a 2023 Jaguar. Only at Beau Rivage, the South's only MGM resort. Color, make, and model may vary. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-777-9696. 10 westbound, your delays are solid right at Clearview. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays steady to eastbound from just past the Bijan Fields to Downman. In the meantime, look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection from just before Chop. Patulas to the Camp Street exit. And look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Keep in mind, school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Thanks so much for being there. Join us in the program now from NewOrleans.Football. Mike Triplett is, uh, is with us. Mike, how are you, bud? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Eric? Doing fantastic. Mike, before we get started, tell us about NewOrleans.Football. Well, uh, hopefully if you're a Saints fan, you're subscribing because I don't think there's anyone covering the team more more in-depth and more creatively and uh, uh, putting more into it than me and uh, Nick Underhill. Obviously, he started that. I hopped on, and uh, uh, it's been great the last couple of years. So if anyone listening hasn't checked it out already, make sure you, know, you can see our podcast on YouTube, see what we're all about, and then hop on and subscribe uh, if you want to read more. Beautiful. And, and, and can I, can I, would you mind making the announcement that was made on Facebook the other day? Congratulations to you and your wife. Your wife is now a yeah, franchisee. My wife, my, my wife uh, is the uh, owner-operator of the new Chick-fil-A in Algiers. Just opened on Saturday. Uh, so what is this, their third day of business today. Right. And, uh, uh, she's, she's the harder-working harder one in the family right now, that's <laughs> for sure. And she's, she's doing great. Couldn't be, well, couldn't be proud congratulations. Of, uh, uh, of her. It's, uh, it's been off to a great start. I'm glad to hear it. And so, again, you folks out in, in Algiers on, on, on West Bank, when you go to Chick-fil-A, remember, you're, you're, you're putting Mike's kids through college. So, get, get us, you know what, double that order. Double that order. How's that? Yeah, exactly. There you read, go. Uh, read some New Orleans football while you're in. While, while you, while you well, you can't. Can, can, the, the, the Chick-fil-A <laughs> line moves so quickly, you know you can't read that that quick. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> the, believe me, I know how to sell, Mike. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Love it. Thank you, Eric. Thanks for the support. There you go. Hey, Mike, uh, let, let's, talk, let's, let's talk Sean Payton first. You know, I got to yeah. tell you, I'm, I, I saw the clips of Cowherd and, and, and Payton yesterday, and uh, I'm, uh, you know, I just uh, – a mid to late round – a mid to late first round pick for a guy that is a Super Bowl winning coach, the hottest coach on the market, you know, uh, you know again, and, and basing it on, again, going back to what happened with Gruden in 2 with two number ones, two number twos, and an eight million dollar and eight million dollars in cash, uh, I, I think the Saints are selling themselves short. Uh, they own his rights for the next two years, and uh, at the end of the day, I understand that there's a friendship and, and a relationship between Peyton and, and, and Loomis and Peyton and, and the organization. But this, I, I, I compare yeah, this to I, getting the first pick in the draft, okay, in the NFL draft, or winning the draft lottery. In other words, you have to maximize whatever you can get when you're going to deal that type of situation. Now, you may disagree. Well, if you last, do, tell me, give me your the thoughts. Last part, the last part is the right part. You've got to maximize whatever you can get. But it's not about friendship, um, but it's also not about history. It's about supply and demand, plain and simple. Amen. Um, there's not a big market right now, for one thing. Um, and, and these teams, you know, Peyton can say no to these teams. They're not the best jobs I've ever seen. These teams can say no to Sean Payton. Um, you, you know, you need to get what the market will give you, not what John Gruden got 25 years ago in some crazy Al Davis. You know, if the rest of the league did what what Al Davis does, <laughs> you know, this isn't an arbitrator deciding it. Yeah, yeah but Al, Al got the draft choices. <laughs> well, yeah, remember the Glazers yeah, are the ones that true. came that's in when they first true. bought but the I mean, team, and they're the ones that paid the price. But, you know, and, and you know, look, uh, that would be great if, if three teams at all, you know, I mean, we just saw this play out with the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson, and it was kind of gross mm-hmm. how it played out. Yes, how I teams agree. were falling all over themselves to say, oh, no, we'll give you three first-round picks, and we'll pay him $250 million guaranteed. But 
that, that's not exactly how it works. You know, that, that would be great if the three teams all said, we all want Peyton, and Peyton told all three teams, I want you, and and it became a bidding war, and the Saints could just go up and up and up. Um, you know, I, I, I'm on the flip side. I mean, I wrote about this today. I sure hope they get this deal done for their sake this year. I mean, for my sake, too. I want to be covering a first-round pick. Um, this team needs some hope, and, and it needs some young talent. Um, True. But but that cupboard could dry up quick. I mean, if we're doing this again a year from now, Eric, then everybody's saying, you know, if Sean Payton just stays at Fox for one more year, then he's free and clear. And they can get, you know, any team can get him for nothing. Um, so I, I, I don't think the Saints are doing him any favors. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think anybody's cheating the Saints. I, I think it'll be based on supply and demand, and that'd be great if Sean Payton tells both the Broncos and the Texans. You know, I, I'm happy to join either one of you. Whoever can work out the deal with the Saints, if the mm-hmm. Saints can get them to bid against each other, that'd be great. But I, I've always been really skeptical. The, the biggest difference between John Gruden and and even Bill Parcells, for that matter, those are the two that everyone always point to. Sure. Those were. Those were. Those were coaches currently working under contract and and there's a premium to to price someone out of his job this is this is a little different because it's a retired coach if we're going to compare it to retired coaches then then the history is really bad there's a there's a herm edwards out there there's a bruce arians out there and they're like fifth round picks you know um there was one it was a little different because it was written into his contract but when mike holmgren left to go from the packers to the seahawks there's also a Super Bowl winning coach who went and became a Super Bowl winning coach. They only got a second rounder for him. So I know everyone looks at that Gruden deal, but it is it is purely based on supply and demand. And these teams just aren't offering the number two pick in the draft and the number three pick in the draft. And it'd be nice for the Saints to wish some ruling governing body would say, no, you have to give the number three pick in the draft. But you know what those teams are going to say if, if that's the price? They're going to say, all right, let's go to the second coach on our list who we can give for mm-hmm. free. And, and, and I'm, let me say this. I'm not saying a top five pick, okay? Yeah. But I'm yeah. saying multiple first-round picks. And if yeah. that means no, the 12th I mean, pick in the nice. draft and the next nice. year's number one, well, that, then so be it. For Houston, they've got that in their arsenal. Yeah. And, they, and they've got, again, they, they, they can still keep their, their picks with, with, the, with the Cleveland deal for, for Watson. Um, other teams have the ability to give up two number one picks. And uh, I, I would not – look, I'd, I'd play hardball right to the end if, if I'm Lewis. Because I want the max yeah. mic again. If it's got to go to the next year, it's got to go in the next year. Yeah, I mean, look, he's you know, I mean, it's just it's just like anything else. You've got you've got your chip, and you've got to decide what what what's the maximum value you can get for that chip. And and I, I don't doubt that. I do not think he is out there doing anyone favors. Um, I don't I don't think this is going to get done because you know Sean and him are friends. I think this is going to get done because you know it'll help both. Both sides. Peyton wants to work. The teams want Peyton, and the Saints want mm-hmm. a draft pick, and the Saints want to move on. Uh, so, for all those reasons, uh, I think everyone is motivated to get it done this year. Um, and and uh, you know, I the, the 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 way to play the hardest of hardball is is to be willing to play a game of chicken. And uh, I, I think it'd be devastating to the Saints if if this thing lasted two years and they ended up with nothing. So right. um, I agree with you. It'd be nice if they could get the absolute maximum. It'd be nice if they get two firsts. I think if it ends up somehow with the Carolina Panthers, I do think we're looking at the two firsts. I do mm-hmm. think it's possible if it's the Denver Broncos and, and their first-round pick this year that belongs to the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. 
Um, twenty fifth. That could end up being the thirty first pick in the draft if the Forty Nine right. the Super Bowl. That's true. Great that point. could become yeah. a that could become a two first situation. It could become mm-hmm. the thirty first pick in this year's draft and their first next year. So it, it's not completely out of the question. Uh, but yeah, if if it was something like the Texans' number twelve overall pick, I think that would be the only pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Dennis Allen, were you in favor of him being retained, and why? If so, yeah, I mean, I, I think of it a little bit different. Um, I I didn't think he rose to the level of needing to be fired. Um, I, I I didn't think his his performance was egregious enough to be one of the very short list of coaches in NFL history who got fired after just one year. I mean, it's less than 20. I mean, it, it happens a couple of times a decade. Now, it, it did happen with um, Nathaniel Hackett with the Denver Broncos this year and having Lovey Smith in Houston. Uh, and, and, look, Houston is getting a ton of flack right now, especially considering their black coaches and, and, and mm-hmm. how they treated David Coley and, and Lovey Smith uh, right. two years in a row. But mm-hmm. you – you don't do that lightly. You 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 become an organization with a reputation if 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 you're firing coaches after just one year, if you look reactionary, if you look emotional. Um, so I th- I think I think I think you have to rise to a level of egregious uh, <laughs> coaching malpractice to be fired after one year. Now I think Dennis Allen flirted with that. I'm not giving him a. I'm not even giving him a passing grade, you know. I mean, maybe maybe I'm giving him something like a C minus or a C. And I, I, ha- I haven't thought all the way through. He did finish a right. little strong, and most importantly, his defense, which is his specialty, did start to look like his defense again, and that's why he was hired. Obviously, they've got to figure out an offensive solution. But when you when you look at what the realistic expectations for this team should have been, um, I mean. Eric, if we were talking on your show five years from now, and you say, all right, Mike, uh, five years from now, the Saints are going to lose a lot of cap space because of a pandemic. Andrew Brees is going to retire, and Sean Payton right. is going to retire. What is their record going to be? I'm not going to say 14-3. and three, You know, I'm not going to no, say. No, but well, I sure wouldn't have said 7-10. and 10. Coach, you know, Yeah, but, but it, it's not a shock that, that their offense struggled, you know, two years in a mm-hmm. row. Their offense stunk last year under Sean Payton, too, so – I'm just I'm just giving reasons why I understand they're right. not laying all the blame on the feet of Dennis Allen. But he did not overachieve. He did not adjust well. He did not um, figure out the right approach on offense. That is absolutely sure uh, and true. Uh, I think they're going to make major changes on that side of the ball uh, coming very soon. And, um, um, you know, he didn't do a great job. But, but there's a big difference between did he do a good job and should he have been fired. And, I definitely would have been pretty surprised if they'd have been fired. That's not really the the, the Saints' mo, uh, especially with a guy that they have such a long track record with. Let me ask this: In your opinion, who could the Saints least afford to lose? The Falcons have requested permission to interview yeah. uh, Ryan Nielsen for their defensive coordinator position. The Panthers have asked uh, permission to um, interview Chris Richard for their defensive coordinator position. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll call it a tie, Eric, because um, they're held in the same esteem, which is how they ended up as co-defensive coordinators in the first place. Uh, if you had asked me a year ago, who do I think is going to get the job as defensive coordinator, I would have mm-hmm. gone back and forth. I, I think their credentials are pretty equal. Obviously, Ryan Nielsen has a longer track record with the Saints themselves, um, and and there were some years, some you know, 
since he's been here where the defensive line, I think, was the actual number one strength of the entire team. Uh, you know, Cam Jordan having his best years under him, mm-hmm. but also, you know, the development of some guys, including David Onyemana and Sheldon Rankins and Marcus Davenport when he was developing. But, you know, Ryan's, Ryan Nielsen's arrow isn't quite pointing up this year since since we saw regression from Marcus Davenport and haven't seen that breakthrough mm-hmm. with Peyton Turner. Uh, and then Chris Richard obviously has done great things with the Seahawks and the Cowboys before he came to the Saints. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see either one of them be- become a, a defensive coordinator elsewhere. But that's, that's sort of one of those, you know, you, you wish they weren't going to lose either guy, but, you know, you can't hold it against them if uh, they've got good reputations for a reason. Right. Now, again, the, the, both teams have requested permission. Have the Saints granted permission yet? Now, again, if it's a uh, lateral move, yeah, they, can, they can, can give it, right? I, I don't think you can. There was some we asked, uh, and they didn't give a concrete answer. You're not mm-hmm. allowed to block an assistant from, from a coordinator right. interview anymore. And okay. because they are co-defensive coordinators who do not call plays, Dennis Allen himself mm-hmm. actually calls the plays. Yes, I believe Mickey Loomis said he believes that would be considered a promotion if somebody okay. is interviewing them to be a defensive coordinator who is calling plays on the defense. And and Dennis Allen, you know, gave the suggestion they don't want to be in the business of blocking guys from opportunities anyway. Absolutely. They want to attract the best coaches on their staff. They, they they don't want to you know prevent them from being able to to climb but the ladder. But you don't want the know, best like coaches to walk out the door either, right? I mean, yeah, you don't want I know, to... but <laughs> um, but you know, um, you know, when those opportunities come along, um, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's hard to stand there. No, they have. I mean, they they stopped Ryan Nielsen from becoming LSU's defensive coordinator. Yes. That was, I think, partly to do with Sean Payton's relationship with Ed Orgeron, but but also mm-hmm. because they didn't consider that a clear step up. Right. Um, and a clear promotion for Ryan Nielsen, so they did block him. So you, you know, you're, you're, that's always kind of a catch twenty two in the NFL. But uh, if those guys get the opportunity to stand on their own, be play calling defensive coordinators, you know, it's very similar to people always saying uh, uh, when Jeff Ireland or Kai Harley's name comes up, oh, why yeah. don't they have Mickey Loomis uh, call himself team president and give them exactly. the title of general manager? You, you can give a guy a title, but if you're not giving him the actual job, you know, you know. You, you don't want to be the defensive coordinator under you know it's very similar to Pete mm-hmm. Carmichael under Sean Payton you know that that's not the same as being the man in, in somewhere else where you are really the number one guy on, on a defense. Which staff. I got to be honest with you, uh, Loomis should do that. <laughs> okay, to yeah. hold on to Jeff Ireland and Kai Hall. That's my opinion. And when I look at the situation with, with Ryan Nielsen, I'd hate to see him go. I, I would again, based on what we saw this year with with um, again the way the head coaching duties went. I'd, I'd tell Dennis Allen, you're coming back, but you're not calling the defense anymore. Give it, you have a defensive coordinator. You have input, obviously, like any coach on the sidelines, any head coach. But you got to concentrate on being the head coach next year. Yeah, you could you, you could say that for sure. But um, I, I would definitely say that if Dennis Allen wasn't, it didn't ultimately end up doing a good job with his defense. I, I think once they got a little healthy, you know, what we started to see down the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. That's why he was hired, and that was one thing he did get right. But, yeah, if, if the defense had fallen apart because he was being too distracted to, to continue running a good defense, I, I would think that would probably be a huge talking point right now. But I assume one of the next questions you're going to ask me is um, oh, yeah. the, the, the side of the ball that definitely yes. addressing. Yes, how much change do you think we'll see? <laughs> I, I think we could see the ultimate change. I mean, I don't know if they're going to talk to Pete Carmichael about a changing role. Um mm-hmm bringing someone else in 
to replace him and him getting fired, bringing someone else in, just like you said, call him a senior, give him a senior position, have someone else actually come in and run the offense, whether it could be like, a, you know, the, the relationship we saw at LSU with Ensminger and uh, Joe Brady. But whatever, whatever the solution is, it's got to include a new voice, new mm-hmm. ideas, a new approach, a new system. Um, the, the, so, the so, so you're, the you're throwing the Peyton system out. In other words, not, bringing not, in a Joe Lombardi not, would not yeah, be on your no, list. I mean, it doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to mean you get you go to Eric Coriel and you, you stop running West Coast terminology and now mm-hmm. you start. But it's got to be. It's got to be. There's got to be fresh ideas and a fresh approach and a, and a fresh mm-hmm. level of aggressiveness in, in the building. I, I, I agree with that. Plainly obvious. Yep, I agree with that. And and they're going to be the determination what you have to have at quarterback and what what system are you going to run. Right. Because, again, are you going to be a running team or are you going to be a passing team? And, you know, again, then you got to fill out the, the roster accordingly. And, you know, again, right now if there's going to be part of the roster that's going to be in flux, I think it's got to be on the offensive side of the ball. Without question. And, I mean, look, it was, it was, it was, it was by far the biggest letdown on the team. And, and I don't mm-hmm. even, you know, I think individual parts, like I, I don't think Andy Dalton is, is, is a total flop. Uh, and, I, and I didn't. I didn't hate, you know, that they trusted him. And I, I said mm-hmm. a lot of times he reminds me of of the Teddy Bridgewater that went five and zero for this team a few yeah. years ago. But mm-hmm. but that that approach works when when you've got one of the best defenses in the league and one of the best run games in the league, and you've got a Michael Thomas winning winning mm-hmm. winning all your third down contested catches. And they just didn't have any of those things working for him consistently enough. The the, the offense couldn't. You just couldn't afford to be the team that was trying to win games 16 to 13 and, and trying yeah. to have 15 play drives on offense. I'm with you. I'm with you. Mike, thanks again. Appreciate your time very much. Again, congratulations on the, on the, on the new franchise, the new uh, Chick-fil-A franchise. And tell us about NewOrleans.Football so folks can subscribe. Yeah, absolutely. You can go on the, on, on the website and, and you read tons of content from myself and Nick Underhill, you know, Tons of content during the season, but I, I, I almost feel like it, uh, now is the time to be reading us more than ever because of all these questions you're asking. Is this going to get better? How is it going to get better? What are they going to change? What should they change? And, and, you know, we're all over all of that kind of stuff all the time. Beautiful. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate the time. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Eric. At Mike Triplett on, on, uh, on Twitter as well, so you can give him a follow there. Hey, don't forget about my friend Dave Miet over Dave Miet Insurance. I don't care where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, River Parishes. If you're looking for an insurance agent that's got your back, uh, Dave Miet Insurance has been doing this since 1958. Auto, home, life, health, business, commercial policies, serving the entire metropolitan area. You want to save, call Dave, 504-556-0809. Hey, his website is a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. If you've been dropped by your insurance company and you're looking for a, an insurance agent that will work hard for you uh, before and after the sale, it's Dave Miet Insurance. That's 504-556-0809. Want to save? Call Dave. That's Dave Miet Insurance. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't move. Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. 
Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike, did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man, you know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861-ROOF. That's 861 76 Six, three. This is Josh Danzig with Where Yet Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. This Friday and Saturday evening or Sunday afternoon, grab a date and check out the New Orleans Opera's presentation of Charlie Parker's Yardbird at the New Orleans Jazz Market. And are you a fan of Zion and the Pelicans? This Friday night, head over to the Marshroom Patio Bar and Grill for a watch party and to enjoy their delicious new menu items. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, log on to whereyat.com and click on our community calendar. Or sign up for the Whereyat weekly e-blast to get the latest email directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt. If you're in the market for a new system, ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Of course, again, family-owned and operated since 1989. Authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. 
And, yeah, Burkhardt, again, has you uh, before the, before and after the sale. Again, uh, uh, sit down with you, do a consultation with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of an air conditioning system. Uh, they put the amount of heat pump in my home two years ago. I'm telling you, folks, could not be happier. Brand new ductwork in the ceiling, all that put in by the Burkharts. Also, again, I'm saving money on my power bill every single month. When I go year to date, back two, three, four years, I'm saving money. You want to save money? Get a new system from Burkhart. They got you covered. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Truly a company you can trust. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much to uh, Mike Trippler for joining us. Unfortunately, Larry Holder has to beg off. He'll be back with us next Monday. So you and I in hour number two. And, of course, uh, stick around and funkify your life. Combos, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie.
Our number two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, tune in radio app, our digital platforms. Hey, free download for your smartphone or tablet. Uh, and so many other things you can do with both those, um, uh, those sites. Uh, just again, I would recommend both uh, to anyone. Got a smartphone, tablet, not just for our program, but a lot of great programming there. Uh, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere, and I do mean everywhere. Uh, we're so lucky. Again, the podcast can be found on all pod, major podcasting platforms. Uh, I am so gratified by, again, the listenership on the podcast, uh, that listening from around the world. I mean, uh, I was going through this with Rudy Dixon uh, last week on, okay, I just started naming the countries where people are listening to our show. This came after um, uh, Arnie Filco. Um, gave us a, a, a buzz via text. I think he was listening to us in Hungary last week. Uh, so, again, uh, those of you listening to the podcast, thank you so much. Those who listen to us on the airwaves here at 106.1 FM Nash Icon, we appreciate you so much. Um, also, join the conversation on our social media platforms. I'm not as active as I have been because it's just so busy. I mean, again, Two or three basketball games to watch in a night, keeping up what's going on uh, on the political and, and, and on the crime side of what's happening in our city and, and in the metropolitan region. Sometimes I don't have the time to get on the social media and, and banter back and forth, but uh, I'll, I'm, I'm going to try to do better there, try to get back out and, and trying to be more active. At Eric underscore Ash on Twitter, Eric Ash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. But you can rest assured that our podcast is always on our social media platforms. Uh, the TV show uh, is always on the on the um, social media platforms. We're all always letting you know about our great sponsors on our on our social media platforms, uh, as well as again the guest list that we have here on the program each and every day. So uh, I'm gonna, I've, I've made a commitment to try to be more active on our social media platforms, uh, and I, and I will try to do that. Just. Only so many hours of the day, ladies and gentlemen. It just is what it is. Hey, thanks to Mike Trippman for joining us in the program. Unfortunately, Larry Holder's not going to be able to make it. Uh, look, you know what? I got no problem with it. He's a dad. His son's got a game today. He wasn't, he wasn't positive about that. He's got to be there for the basketball game. You know what? Go, Larry, go. Um, and, uh, you know, I coached my son when he was coming up. I coached my daughters. 
Uh, I loved coaching. It was something that I really enjoyed doing. And, you know, anytime you can have a chance to be able to, again, coach young young people in our city, get back to our playgrounds, you know, I got no problem with it, especially, again, if you're you're going to see your own, your own children play, which, again, uh, you know, children, grandchildren, you just don't miss those opportunities. So, again, uh, uh, we'll pick it up with Larry next Monday uh, on the program. If you missed the first hour of the show, though, Mike Trippel and I debated uh, Sean Payton and um, what he said yesterday on Colin Cowherd's show where – uh, him and Mickey have agreed it's a mid round, a mid, a mid, um, a mid to late round first, a mid to late first round pick. Let me get that right. Mid to late first round pick is going to be the compensation for Sean Payton, and, and, and I just vehemently disagree. And I don't care if you got to hold his rights till next year. And I, and I get what Mike was saying. You know, Mike's saying, "Well, wait a minute. What if you wait till next year and then you know there's no market for Sean Payton? Well, there's no market for Sean Payton. Shame on Sean Payton." Because you know what's going to happen within the next year. Sean Payton is going to gin up the interest even more, okay, on where he's going to be. And he's going to probably want to be at, 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 a, at a, another program that, again, that maybe he covets, like maybe the Los Angeles Chargers that, that fired uh, Joe Lombardi and, and their quarterback coach today. You know, so they're making some changes after, again, uh, uh, that incredible comeback by the Jaguars on Saturday. Uh, and, you know, Maybe they feel like they can't fire their head coach after having a winning season two years in a row and, and also going to the playoffs. But, but, but I say it again. You know, LSU made a mistake a long time ago, and I go back to that mistake. And, and again, the Saints are like, I don't want the Saints making the same mistake either. That's why I said if Sean Payton wanted to come back, you know, Dennis, thank you. It's been real. Would you like to be defensive, defensive coordinator again? Oh, no, you, you, your feelings are hurt? Go get a job somewhere else. We'll find another D.C. Vic Fangio, you're interested? Come on in. Les Miles was the coach of LSU. He won a national championship with Nick Saban's players. Nick Saban goes to, to Miami. He fails as a coach. He wants to come back to the collegiate game. Said he would have loved to come back to LSU, but LSU had a coach. Les Miles would have been, would have been hey, Les, thanks a lot. We love, we love you. We love the fact that you're a character and you eat the grass at Tiger Stadium. But sayonara. See you later. And I remember having shows about that then. You know, bring up the fun. Well, how do you get rid of a coach who just won, just won a national championship? Well, you just do. Because the guy, again, that set the foundation for the national championship wants to come back. That's how you do it. And the rest is history. Alabama was fledgling, okay, in between Bear Bryant and Nick Saban. Saban goes in, and they're right back to where they were when, when, Nick, when, when, uh, when Bear Bryant was the, was the head coach, a dominant in college football. Now, yes, I understand. Okay, they haven't won the national championship, but they are year in, year out, one of the top two or three programs in college football. I know Georgia's a juggernaut right now. I know we've seen Clemson at times. We got LSU. We go right down the line. But Nick Saban put LSU, put, put LSU on the map, set the foundation that not one but two coaches lived off of. Two coaches won national championships off of Nick Saban. And what he did in terms of the foundation. One, in spite of those head coaches in a lot of cases. In spite of Les Miles and the mistakes he made. In, in spite of Ed Ogeron, who again had, had, had a dream job. And, and again, once, once, he, got, once he, he got the job and once he went to the promised land and got the big raise, it was over. Quit paying attention. Quit doing the work. Now, I'll take Brian Kelly... I'll take Brian Kelly all day, every day. But my point is, 
If Peyton told Loomis, I want to come back, and Loomis told him, well, then the only way you're coming back is if you don't get us into a bidding war, go check out other teams. Well, I mean, that, that, that's on Loomis. You can't tell me that again, and I, I get it. I had Clarence call in last week. Man, you, you know, you're talking like Peyton's God. No, I'm not. I'm just saying he's the guy that set the foundation for the greatest run in Saints history. Now, there is a question on whether he can do that without a Drew Brees. We don't know if he can do that with another team without Drew Brees. But he's the hottest coach on the market right now. And when you have the hottest coach on the market, you don't ask for a mid-first-round mid pick. You're asking for what the Raiders got with Gruden. That's where the, that's where the bidding starts. That's where the bidding starts. And Mike brought up a great point about what happened with Deshaun Watson last year. You know, even the Saints were involved in this, you know, bidding war. You got multiple teams now, four teams that want that want that want a chance at Sean Payton. You tell them uh, it's a mid first round pick. I mean, come on. I said it in the first hour. This is akin to getting the first overall pick in the NFL draft or winning the draft lottery in the NBA. You maximize that. And if you're not going to utilize the pick, then you're trading that pick for multiple picks as you would do with the NBA or the NFL. So you can't, there's no players exchanged here, so you need picks. And this team needs picks more than any other team out there right now because of, again, overpaying for Alave and, and Penning last year, but also because of the salary cap implications that we're seeing, uh, at least for the next three years, with the Saints. At least, you know, two, maybe outside three, depending on when the gambling money and the digital TV money comes in. Remember, every veteran that they cut, there's dead money added to that. Michael Thomas is going to be cut within the next couple of weeks. Okay, when he's cut, all that dead money's coming due. They're going to be able to split over two years. If they decide to trade Alvin Kamara, dead money's coming due. They're going to, they, can, they can spread that over a couple of years. If they, just say, if they say, hey, Cam Jordan, we want you to go win a championship somewhere, and they trade him to a team that's a contender, and dead money becoming due over two years. Andres Pete, I can go right down the line. So every move they make, there's a counter move there in terms of the salary cap that's going to cost you. And it just raises that salary cap number. More number, more money you got to account for over the next few years. Now, look, the Saints could do the creative accounting. They've done it forever. Mickey Loomis, that's his forte. And I congratulate him on that. He did exactly what Peyton and Mr. Benson wanted to do which was, again, kick the can down the road to try to win another championship while Mr. Benson was alive and, and, and Breeze still had the opportunity to play at a high level in the NFL. It just didn't happen. Myriad of reasons why it didn't happen. A lot of reasons why. Not just officiating, a lot of reasons why. No, Peyton is not God, but he's the best coach that we've ever had in New Orleans. He set the foundation for winning, and I'll say it again. The difference between 7-10 and 10 and 11-4 and 4 is Sean Payton on that sideline last year. They're not starting off slow. They're not starting off with all these penalties. Again, the miscommunication, unknown what to do on offense, the, the lack of, again, an aggressive nature for the head coach on game day. 
deer in headlights at times, like, again, like we saw with, with Allen. We just want a reason why I wouldn't, I wouldn't have him return. I could care less what the rest of the NFL thinks about the reputation of the New Orleans Saints. You tried something, it was continuity, it didn't work, you move on. You don't double down on a mistake, but they're double downing on this mistake now. And they're going to try to bring in a new coordinator on offense. They, pro- they possibly will lose both their defensive coordinators, Nielsen and Richard, which again would be ridiculous. Okay? I said my choice would be I would not let Ryan Nielsen out the door. I'm doing whatever I got to do to keep him. Because I know that if I get quality defensive linemen, he's going to coach him up. We've seen it already. They just played horrible in the middle of the defensive line last year. A lot of that is because they've lost good players to free agency because they couldn't re-sign them because of the salary cap. I mean, look where, look where the players are. Malcolm Brown is in Jacksonville. Uh, 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 Rankins is, in New, is with the Jets. Hendrickson is with the Bengals. I mean, these are quality defensive linemen that are gone. And you're augmenting them with, with Street, who couldn't get it done. And undrafted free agents. Wouldn't let him out the door. Would not let him out the door. And another part of this is, I said this before, since you're keeping Allen, Allen has to be head coach. And let, let the defensive coordinator call the plays. And obviously you're going to have to do that if you're going to keep a guy like Nielsen. Because, again, you can't make him co-defensive coordinator. You've got to give him a defensive coordinator, not just name only. He's the D.C. Now, does, does Allen have the ability to, to, to be able to override him on game day? Well, yeah. I mean, any coach can do that, any head coach, offense or defense. He's got to concentrate on being a head coach which is not a very good one. And then what are you going to do on offense? You know, Joe Lombardi's out there. Do you keep the Peyton offense going, or do you allow Peyton to bring this guy on? I mean, who knows what's going to happen there. I know Peyton put his dream coaching staff together. We'll see how that plays out. But what are you going to be next year? Are you going to be a running? See, this is why I like an offensive coach. Offensive coaches are aggressive. You're trying to win. I think in today's NFL, the way the rules are, you need an offensive head coach. You can have a great defensive, uh, defensive coach, great defensive coordinator that can augment that, that offensive coach, but I think you need an offensive coach, offensive mind and aggressive to win in the NFL today. And I'm sure somebody's going to call me and say, well, this defensive coach can win, is winning. Yeah, okay. But I'm saying the, the way the rules are right now, you need an offensive coach. And last year, Dennis Allen played not to win, not, not to lose. He didn't play to win. He played not to lose. The lack of aggression. And I thought he was distracted by, again, having to, having to call the defense. So you got to give him another, another chance. I wouldn't. I, you know, anybody wants to say, well, you got to pay him off. Well, you know what? You've got to get some money out of this Peyton deal. Give him that money. And really, at the end of the day, does money really matter? Miss, Mrs. Benson has more money than God, okay? Does it really matter at the end of the day that you're paying off a coach, paying off a mistake? You don't have a problem in paying off Van Gundy. You paid him off. So I, I just don't get that thought. I don't get that thought process here. I just don't. Again, I said it last week, commitment to excellence. Prove to me that you have the commitment to excellence that we had in New Orleans under Peyton. There was an and Breeze. And I, I, just, I keep saying Peyton, but I should be saying Peyton and Breeze. Because it's not just Peyton. It was Peyton Breeze. That was the commitment to excellence. And it permeated throughout the entire organization. Changed the organization. And mass some of the deficiencies in the front office. I, I can tell you that right now. I told you before, guys, it ain't hard. Go look up Mickey Loomis's time as general manager 
after Randy Mueller was fired, when him and Rick Mueller were handling, were handling the drafts, putrid, and I'm being kind, putrid were the drafts. His first draft out the box, he overpays for two players. One's got a multiple foot injury. We don't know if he'll ever play again as an offensive lineman. And Olave's a nice player. Okay, but again, he's not Jerry Rice. And that's Jerry, that you paid quarterback compensation. And then, of course, Loomis had the, had the nerve to say, well, we, we, we got our first-round pick this year. We got two of them last year. Well, yeah, but one didn't play the whole year, and he may not play next year because he's going to have screws in his, in his foot. One was outstanding, but you gave up too much. And now you're not willing to get, a, get too much. You're not willing to get enough for Sean Payton, in my opinion. If the market's not out there for Sean Payton to bring back the compensation that you covet, that you need to restart this organization, then let his ass sit for another year. I'm all in. He walked away. He didn't, he didn't develop a quarterback and left this team in the situation it was in. So if he's not willing to come back to fix the situation, and he's not, and that's pretty obvious, that ship has sailed, well then it is the fiduciary duty of Mickey Loomis as the general manager and the highest-ranking football official with the New Orleans Saints to get every single ounce he can squeeze out of a team with this deal because this is akin to winning the draft lottery in the NBA or, again, getting that first overall pick in the NFL. You have to maximize the value with that. There's no other way around it, period, the end. And people can disagree with me all you want, but this team is at a crossroads. And I heard Mickey Loomis say last week, we, we, were, we were never betting on uh, the, the Peyton compensation, and that's why we went and traded up for two first-round picks last year. Well then, well, then you're not thinking ahead. Because great organizations think ahead. And I was thinking ahead. I was thinking, okay, they, they've got to be thinking about we're going to get multiple picks for Peyton next year and the following year, and that's going to augment so we don't lose our first-round pick. Not come with this, with this garbage, this crap. In, in, in the press conference that we had our two number one picks. Uh, it, it, it's penning and Alave. Well, <laughs> then you overpaid. But yet you're willing to get underpaid for the, for the services of Peyton. You hold all the cards. I don't care if Peyton's your friend. I don't care if, if again, uh, he's a business partner. I don't care if you love him like a brother. I don't care what it is. If it was Mike Vazan, I'd be trading Mike Vazan's ass for what, whatever I could get for him. And guess what? He's my brother. It's business at the end of the day. It's business. So, believe me, I'm talking about this now. Nothing's happened. Wait till they don't get what, what I consider, okay? What I consider, and most people out there consider just compensation for Peyton. A mid-round, first-round pick. Get out of here. I'm holding out at that point. I'm holding out. I'm doing what a player would do. I'm holding out. I'm holding out, betting that next year there's going to be a team that's going to want Peyton bad enough that they're going to pay. And ultimately, if it doesn't work, well, you're two years past it at that point. It is what it is. It is what it is. Knowing that you held out for maximum compensation rather than getting pennies on a dollar, I'd hold out because you're in a position where you can hold out. It is what it is. 
Saints are not going anywhere next year with, with, with uh, Dennis Allen as the head coach. Okay? I mean, in, in a garbage division, the best they could do was 7-10. and 10. You tell me who the quarterback's going to be next year. You're going to tell me this, this team's going to go out and going to spend money on a, on a veteran quarterback? If Jeff Ireland moves on with Sean Payton, you trust Mickey Loomis to pick the next quarterback for the New Orleans Saints? I don't. I'm telling you, folks, we are getting ready to get into the era of mediocrity. Era of mediocrity. The, the, the Pelicans are going to be winning championships, and the Saints are going to be in the middle of the pack of the NFL. And that's a damn shame. Because, again, the decisions you make, and if you don't, if you double down on mistakes, all you're doing is delaying the inevitable. And to me, they did that this year. And I don't care how it looks to the rest of the NFL. You got a guy you brought in for continuity. Continuity didn't work. And, and, and injuries are not an excuse here. Injuries are part of the issue, but not the excuse. Because every team has injuries. Look at the NFL playoffs today. Look at the teams are in the playoffs and how injured they are. But they made the playoffs. Some of them are advancing in the playoffs. And a lot of it has to do with, again, having a quality head coach. And when you don't have one and you don't have a quality quarterback, it's hard to win in the NFL. Just is. Those two positions are valued. So you've got to get value for them. So Mickey Lewis is on the clock. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Look, folks, it's pretty easy. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, if you're looking for a company you can trust when it comes to a generator for your home or your business. And look, I've said this before. If you're living in South Louisiana where we know the grid is compromised and you're in a situation where uh, you you have a business or even your home. Uh, this is more than just about tropical events. This is more than just about, um, you know, when, when we have hurricanes. Uh, this is everyday storms. This is anytime, anywhere, okay, uh, when it comes to the city and the metropolitan area. And really, again, when you look at energy, which is, again, the, uh, the, the energy company for most of Louisiana, right, they have some smaller companies here and there, North Shore, et cetera. Uh, but, again, if you want a peace of mind, if you want, again, increase the value of your home, uh, it's a prerequisite to have a generator for your home and business now. Can't tell you, again, how fortunate I am to have a Generac generator and my, and my friends at Burkhardt installing that for me. Uh, they did everything for me, ladies and gentlemen. I did not have gas service in the, for this house. We had a meter at one time. Obviously, again, uh, when we bought the house, it was total electric. Um, and I told you guys a while back, uh, one of my goals for this year was to try to hurricane-proof my house. Went to Cadian Shutters, got the shutters for our homes. So we got the storm shutters. Went and got storm doors for, for, our, for our doors, uh, for, our, for both our front and back door. Um, made sure that, again, we, we have gas for the house now. So we're gonna get, we have a gas dryer. We're getting a gas stove. We have gas, natural gas, down to be able to handle the generator. So, again, next, so again if we have a hurricane or we have a tropical event, if I have to evacuate to Nashville, we're coming back sooner because we have the generator, because we have gas in, in our homes. And, of course, our home is protected by all the things I was able to do. But it's the generator, man. I mean, I can't tell you. We, we've utilized it at least 10 times. Since we, since we purchased it, 10 times. 
where, again, the power in my neighborhood went out. I was able to keep working. Uh, again, we had the power on. And, again, it's a godsend because I do a lot of my work at night. Uh, I've had it go out again during the day when we're getting ready to do the show. Generator's on. We're ready to roll. I'm, the show is rolling. At Burkhardt, they'll give you a single-day install. Planning, permits, inspections, all taken care of by Burkhardt. For me, it was, again, gas inspections and the inspections for the, for the generator. They did every one. I mean, it was like six, seven inspections. I didn't even have to be here, okay? They took care of everything for me, and they'll do it for you as well. Give me the peace of mind. Of, again, my family the peace of mind. I can't tell you how many times my, my wife walks by and tells me, just so happy we got this generator. You will be as well. Uh, and then, of course, if you own a business, man, look, the power goes out, you're dead in the water. I mean, imagine being the only business on your block that's still running when the power goes out. Make the investment. Call my friends at Burkhardt. Jason Burkhardt is an expert when it comes to generators. And the one thing about Burkhardt I've heard from, every, uh, from listeners that have gone out and gotten generators from Burkhardt is this. It's simply this. He will never try to hard sell you on a generator. He comes in. He educates you on what, you, what your options are. If you've done the homework, it's an easy conversation. And then at Burkhart, they offer you financing for generators, a new install quality check after one month. They'll give you a single-day install, and then they offer 24-7, 365 emergency service, and then they can maintain that generator for you year-round. It's a one-stop shop when it comes to generator sales and service. It's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Ladies and gentlemen, give yourself the gift of endless electricity with a generator from Burkhart. All right, you listen to Inside New Orleans. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We want to talk Pell's. Yeah, I'm glad to see somebody else jump on the bandwagon here about, about, about Brandon Ingram. I've been saying it now for weeks, and I love Brandon Ingram, okay? But he's got to get back on the court. We'll talk about that next. Don't move. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. Jackson Hewitt gets you your biggest tax refund guaranteed, plus a chance to double your refund or win weekly prizes with their Double Your Refund sweepstakes. File your taxes on the double. No purchase necessary. U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Ends 4223. 10 eastbound, your delays are solid from Williams to Power, and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise 10 westbound your delays are solid from north claiborne to canal and delays pick back up 10 westbound right at clearview on the 610 on the westbound side your delays are solid right at canal boulevard and on the eastbound side from just past st bernard to the 10610 merge if you're traveling eastbound along the crescent city connection and the pontchartrain expressway your backups are steady from just before chapatulas to the claiborne Earhart exit look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the pontchartrain expressway from the claiborne Earhart exit to the st charles carondelet exit in the Meantime, look out for accidents. Metairie Road at the Pontchartrain Expressway, also Orleans at North Rampart and South Claiborne at Gravier. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 
467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick to get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Going to Bobby in just a minute, but I want to remind everybody about my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding. Look, I'm, I'm driving around the city and, and even, in, uh, again, around Metairie, and, and I'm, I'm so surprised by the number of, of, of houses that still have blue roofs on them. And I'm just telling you this right now. Call my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding. You know, Marty Scoggins has owned Suburban Roofing now for 20 years. They've been re-roofing South Louisiana. His screws are skilled in all types of roofs. They'll even hand nail your roofs. It's funny. You know, Marty and I have been touting him hand-nailing roofs now for, again, the last 20 years. Marty's been a sponsor, I think, I think 19 of the 20 years I've been on the radio, right? Uh, and one of the things, again, we always talk about is hand-nailing. Now I see other, other um, uh, roofing companies talk, uh, highlighting that they, they hand-nail roofs. The, 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 the roofing crews at Suburban, experts in all types of roofs. And believe me, they do a fantastic job. I watched them re-roof my house. I mean, it was, it, was, it, was, it was almost like a ballet. I mean, honestly, uh, everything in sync and, and moving very quickly, but again, methodically at the same time, making sure they did it, uh, the, the job right. Marty put a, a shingle on my, on, my, on my roof that is, again, uh, the most rin-resistant shingle on the market, okay? Uh, will save us money on our insurance. Also, 106% of the roofing contract is nationwide certified by shingle manufacturers that allows their customers to qualify for the manufacturer's extended warranty. Uh, I'll just say this right now. Do not sign that contract with any other company until you call my friends at Suburban Roofing. And then, of course, if you're still dealing with your insurance company, then let Marty come out and take a look at your roof, okay? And, you know, let him talk to the adjuster like he did for me. And, you know, and he talks the language, man. And, and I was able to get, a, again, the, the three different adjusters came out to my home, and all three said no. 
Marty comes out, stands, walks through the roof with the, with the fourth adjuster. The adjuster agreed, again, that, that it was too much damage, that they, they had to replace the roof, and they replaced the roof. Uh, Marty goes above and beyond. Suburban roofing and siding, 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. You forget that. Remember, or any of one of our sponsors, go to ericasher.com. There's a slide to the sponsor sponsor our program. Click on the icon. takes you right to the website. Everything you need to know about the sponsors right there for you. Bobby's in Slidell. Bobby, how you doing today? How are you doing, buddy? Doing good. Um, everything you said, um, I completely agree. I'm really, really, really mad right now. And um, I don't like DA. I don't like him. And if, if Mickey Loomis is going to – compensation is a mid to late round, first round pick. Um, that's BS, man. And I don't like it whatsoever. And I've just been listening to you, man, and you've been going off. And and look, I, 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 I'm really, really, really mad right now. Well, and you know got to put pressure on the organization, you know, Bobby? Where I'm going to give up my season tickets. I'm you done. see, that, that's putting I'm pressure done. on the organization. I would, call, I would call Saints camp. Let them know what you're thinking. Hey, man. This is not good enough. You know, again, at the end of the day, you know, money talks and BS walks. And I can sit here and pontificate and put pressure with, with again, with, with my platforms. Uh, right. But, again, another way to put pressure is to say, I'm a, I'm, I'm a season ticket holder for X amount of years. I'm not coming back, okay, because you guys are not maximizing the value for Peyton. Y'all come, y'all come, come running, running it back with, 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 with DA. That that stuff resonates, man. That stuff resonates. I've been a ticket over twenty years. There you go. And I'm 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 to the point now where screw it, man. Like four thousand dollars a year, I can go on two badass vacations. A year. Well, just not this that. You know I mean? The four thousand a year plus now you're parking downtown. You have to worry about your oh, yeah. car getting broken into. Okay, yeah. the the money that again that you put back into the economy because you're going out to eat at a nice restaurant. Maybe you're going to grab a couple of drinks at the bar before after Absolutely. after the Saints game. All that entails, again, which helps our city economically. Uh, and that's why I say the Saints are big business, man. No, I completely agree. And I'm, I'm to the point now where, man, like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I, I really am. I'm done. And, you're, not, you're not the you only know, one, though. I mean, again, look, I, I can't tell you how many people wrote me and complained about $9 tickets on, on, on the secondary market as a season yeah. ticket holder. They weren't going. They couldn't go, whatever the reason was. And they had to get, they, had, they, they spent two, three, four hundred dollars $400 on a ticket, and they got 9 bucks back on the last ticket of the game uh, of right. the year. And, and that might yeah. be the norm going forward if they start off next year losing. And then, you know what? You know what? I'm going to tell you right now. Like, Mickey Loomis wants a mid-first-round oh. pick. Come on, dude. Really? I'd love to play poker with him, and I don't even play poker, okay? No, I don't either. <laughs> I mean, that's how he starts the, the negotiations? I mean, I mean I'm starting a negotiation with, 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 again, something that is astronomical. I'm, I am starting with the Gruden deal, and we'll work from there. Oh, I, I agree with you. No. Just amazing. I mean, Just uh, Honestly, Bobby. Just not, they're not in a good place right now. They're not. No. You know, what have they not. done? What have they done? What have they done to make sure that Ireland or Kai Harley does, don't get scooped up? 
Both their defensive coordinators are on the market right now. I don't see anybody coming for anybody on the offensive side. They got this guy Hodges. They wrote about him the other day uh, in, in the Picayune. I've ta- I told you about the guy about three weeks ago that, again, he's one of the hottest coaches on the market. Again, that, that they're doing rave reviews about him as a linebacker coach. They think he's one of the next great coaches. What are they doing to, pr- to make sure they, that they hold on to him? Well, I mean, Ryan Nielsen, man. I mean, they, they don't need to get light. He's got to get scooped up. Right. So, so what do you do? You make sure you preserve it. So you tell DA, you're no longer defensive coordinator. You're not even in name. You're not calling the plays next year. Ryan, it's your job. You're DC again. And, and you know what? Now you're DC, uh, in, in, uh, and it can't be a lateral move. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I think that <laughs> they need to bring in an offensive coordinator that has some, you know. He's Somebody's some going to get people excited, okay? You know, I, I had somebody write me the other day and, and ask if they thought Cliff Kingsbury, I mean, I'll get back to him yet, uh, would be the guy. Well, he's in Thailand right now, so I don't know if he could be the guy. You know, are no. you going back with the, with the, with the uh, Peyton system? If you are, is Joe Lombardi on, on your radar? Because he did a pretty good job for them, okay, up until this yeah. year. So, yeah. you know, I mean, again, and, and probably a better choice than Carmichael. Um, but if you're not, well, then you've got to have an identity. What are you going to be? Are you a running team or you're a passing team? Well, they need to go back to a passing team, but they didn't. I agree. They need to get a quarterback. Yep. The only way they win in the NFL, the way the rules are, is again to have a prolific offense. You got to have a great defense to win a championship, but you, the rules make it so again you got to have a great quarterback and you got to be able to move the ball through the air. Yeah. And they don't have that, man. No, not right now. They sure don't. That's for sure. No. Bobby, appreciate your call, brother. Thanks so much. As always. All right, Eric. Right, I love you, brother. You got it, bud. Hey, look, I said this earlier today. Finally, someone is calling out Brandon Ingram for not getting back in the lineup. Uh, Times Picayune's Christian Clark recently jumped on my bandwagon because you know I've been beating the drum for a long time. Okay? Seven weeks, now going into eighth week with Ingram's sideline. Now, remember, he was originally diagnosed with a what? Bruised big toe on his left foot. That was seven weeks ago, going on eight. 29 games. He's missed 56 of the last 56 games uh, in the last 15 months. According to uh, Clark, that's 44% of the regular season games over the last two seasons. And we thought Zion was an often injured superstar, right? Okay? Remember, once you remember this, I'm not just jumping on Brandon here, but it was weeks ago when Ingram was medically cleared by this medical staff, which, again, is they overcompensate at times, Okay? Uh, they're, they're even more, they are more cautious than at any time in the history of this organization in terms of medical clearance. So he was medically cleared with no structural damage. It's all about pain tolerance. And then, of course, on this program, we were told there was a setback. But yet Clark never mentioned it in his article. So it kind of makes me wonder, is that the team trying to cover for Ingram, who's missed, who, again, has only played 481 minutes this season, again, that was in Christian Clark's article. It's neither here nor there, though. i got to tell you right now. But this I don't play until I'm 100% healthy isn't going to work long-term for the franchise. Period. The end. This team is treading water without Ingram and now Zion, okay? Now, remember, Zion's going to be reevaluated for his hamstring injury, what, uh, seven days from now, um, January 24th. The Pels are 17-12 and 12 without Ingram, 7-5 and five without Brandon Ingram and, and Zion. They're currently 26-18, third in the West. 
They're four and a half games now behind Denver and, and Memphis uh, in, in the West. In the Southwest, they're, they're in second place behind, um, uh, behind Memphis. But as pointed out in the article, as we talked about in this program, other players play through injury. C.J. McCollum, all-star player, plays through injury. Valanchunas, you can't get him off the court, okay? So does Herb Jones. Alvarado, I mean, Alvarado, again, his, looks like his ribs were cracked, and he got back on the floor. Najee Marshall, you can't get him off the floor. He's tough as nails, okay? Um, I mean, so is the rest of the team, but not Ingram. It's a fatal flaw in this game, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I was talking to my TV director, uh, William Hill, last week. Now, Will, Will and I go back a lot, okay, we talk at sports when, when before and after our show. Now, Will was a strong proponent in the summertime when all the rumors were coming out, Kevin Durant to the Pels, Brandon Ingram would be part of a package going back to Brooklyn, okay? And I said then, I said on the radio right here on this show, I'm against it. I want to see this. I want to see the run with this team. I don't want to see you taking off parts and sending it to Brooklyn. And, and Brandon Ingram is a younger version of, of, of Kevin Durant. You got to keep him. But then you got to take, take a hard look. Look, injuries over the last two seasons, missing 55 games over the last two seasons and counting. Kind of makes me think twice about that. I got to be honest with you. And I love Brandon Ingram. But if, he, 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 if he's going to be one of the true cornerstones for this franchise, and then you've got to consider the other cornerstone is Zion, who we are already prepared each and every season for him to be injured, right, because of his body type. And we know he's going to be injury-prone for the rest of his career. So you know that. You have two superstars that are injury-prone, and you can't have two superstars that where one is saying, you know, I don't get on the floor if I'm 100%. And that's the M.O. on Brandon Ingram. Look, it's an old saying, but it rings true. A player's got to know the difference between being hurt and being injured. And he has to be able to, be able to play through pain. No one, not myself included, is, is, is questioning Ingram's ability. He's an all-star caliber player. He's the second best player on this team. Maybe again, 1A, 1B. But his best ability is availability. And he hasn't been available enough over the last two seasons. That's an issue. It's a real issue right now. Pels have been able to beat the teams that are, again, I don't want to call them the doormats, but let's say teams they should beat. It's when they get with the, against the elite teams they're having problems right now because they don't have their full complement of superstars. If they just had one, they'd probably get over the top. They had both, they're winning. They're first in the West right now. And look, I got the, uh, look, I had some cat, uh, uh, tweeted at me about a, uh, about three weeks ago. Hey, dude, you know what? Uh, you know you're getting uh, getting all re- ridiculous. It's only December. If you remember when I first started talking about this in December, I mentioned it's only November and December. It's not that big a deal with Brandon. Let him get healthy and come back. But it's January now. It's mid-January. He got hurt right after Thanksgiving. So we had Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Hell, we're getting ready to get into uh, Valentine's Day, and then Mardi Gras. This dude still ain't on the court. He's got to get back on the floor, man. Okay? The, the, this team, the mold of this team, how this team was set up to win included both their superstars playing. And I hear this after the All-Star break. Okay, I get it. The problem is 
rest of January is a very tough schedule. Okay, you're gonna have you got you got Miami and and, and Denver both on the road on on a row home road. Um, trying to think, you've got Milwaukee at Milwaukee. I'm just going off the top of my head. We, we've gone through this on the program over and over again. You got a lot of tough teams that you got to play uh, in this upcoming last part of this schedule, and it's gonna be tough to be able to beat those teams without Brandon Ingram and our Zion on the floor. And for Zion. We know that he wants to play. We've seen him. He just gets often injured. For Brandon, it's a little bit different. He doesn't want to play unless he's 100%. And there's no such thing as 100% healthy for any athlete in any league, in any sport, after you start a season. Got to know the difference between injury and hurt. Got to be able to play with pain. And uh, as much as I love Brandon Ingram as a player, it's disappointing he's still not on the floor. This is eight weeks later. Eight weeks later. Okay, for what was called a bruised left toe, for what, again, he was medically cleared weeks ago to get on the floor. Weeks ago to get on the floor. And now we're looking at 29 games this year that he's missed already. 29 games. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. B.I.'s got to get back on the floor. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Remember, my friends at Burkhart, when you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, heating system, maybe that APCO whole home air treatment system, a generator for your home or business. Hey, you need electrical work? They have electricians on staff at Burkhart for you. Literally a one-stop shop. Want a company you can trust? It's Burkhart. John Burkhart told me this a long time ago, and I've watched him in action. Again, when we get into these construction meetings with John, he, again, he, when he, again, he commands the floor. Why? Because, again, companies, other companies trust him. They know, those that work with him. Uh, whether it's industrial, whether it's residential, commercial, uh, again, Burkhart is the, is, the, is the company for you. Their, their, their name, the honesty, the attention to detail, second to none. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were close, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You gotta get a better aim, pal. Stop. 
You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Do you love your dogs and cats? Then you need to know that spaying and neutering your pet reduces their risk of cancer. That's right, spay neuter helps prevent some cancers. It also eliminates other health risks and behavioral issues. We're Low Cost Animal Medical Center, a nonprofit veterinary clinic offering top quality spay neuter at low cost. And if you live in Jefferson Parish, your price will even be lower, possibly free. Give us a call at 444-1124. That's 444-1124 or click lowcostanimal.org. For that professional landscaping appearance every time, depend on Land Pride, the leader in landscape and agri-maintenance equipment. Ascension Equipment in Renal in Gonzales is your local authorized Land Pride dealer. From rotary cutters and tillers to cedars, rakes, and blades, you'll find that no landscaping task is too tough for Land Pride. Discuss the complete line of Land Pride products with the folks at Ascension Equipment in Renal on Airline Highway in Gonzales. Save more today and mow tomorrow. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Weekdays 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM NASH Icon, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, and, of course, at ericasher.com. Hey, folks, big game tonight. Tulane taking on number one Houston uh, at Delvin uh, Fieldhouse. Sold out Delvin, Delvin Fieldhouse. Um, uh, Houston 17-1, 5-0. Greenies are 12-5, 5-1. Um, uh, also, again, tomorrow night at midnight, is the last night uh, for players to enter the transfer portal. Uh, so, again, now players can enter the portal. They don't necessarily have to sign with the team until until a spring. But, again, uh, the last time, last uh, date for them to enter the transfer portal uh, is on um, is on tomorrow. So we'll be interested to see, again, how that plays out. We'll try to have Mike Scarborough on tomorrow uh, to do that as well, to kind of go over that. Uh, congratulations to Simone Augustus on getting her statue out in front of the PMAC. Another, uh, again, LSU great to have that. LSU women are number three in the AP poll. They're 18-0. Uh, just a phenomenal start for, for, the, uh, for the Lady Tigers. And, of course, LSU uh, basketball falling on some hard times. Four-game losing streak. They host Auburn tomorrow at the PMAX. So, again, got to try to get back on a, on a winning track here. But the big one tonight, uh, again, at, at Delvin. Again, number one, uh, Houston at Payne. Uh, that is a 6 o'clock tip. Coming up next, it is uh, Jude Young with All Access. 
looking for some great sports talk. Sports talk, keep it here. I'll be putting Jude on as soon as I get off the air today. Uh, as I as I'm getting the uh, podcast ready, the podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program ends. Hey, special thanks to all the sponsors sponsor our program. Uh, we got some fantastic sponsors that joined uh, that are part of our program. Some of those have been with me the entire 20 years we've been on the radio. Uh, so we thank each and every one of those sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slash of the sponsor. Sponsor our program. Please continue to support those sponsors. And you do. Sponsors tell me all the time about people walking into their businesses and saying, look, I heard it on, on Eric's show. I'm here, etc." I appreciate each and every one of you. And we appreciate those sponsors. Uh, thanks to Rudy back at studio. Also want to thank Mike Triplett for joining us on the show today. Larry Holder will be back with us next Monday. Sorry for you guys that were tuning in for Larry Holder. Larry had to, had to take care of family business Sunday at a game. Much more important than, again, uh, jumping on my radio show. So, again, we'll have him next Monday back in this regular time slot. And tomorrow, our program is brought to you by Katie. So that means celebrity chef Scott Craig will be with us. Also, Sean was in at Fox 8 Sports. And probably going to get, unless something breaks overnight, probably going to try to get Mike Scarborough in that first segment because we have our regular Thursday um, uh, segment with uh, you know, all of our great guests talking Tulane, UNO, LSU, Saints, Pelicans, all on Thursday. And, look, I, I started the program today. Man, we, we got to be better in the city, man, okay? I mean, you know, again, uh, we just got to be better. We got to get better leadership. Can't continue down the road we're on right now. We just can't do it. Uh, we're killed in the Golden Goose right now. Tourism is the, is the thing that keeps this city going, and we got to get rid of this crime, man. We got to curtail this crime. Uh, we're going to kill the Golden Goose, no doubt. You'll hear all, on, all of it on the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning into the program, as always. As mentioned, Jude Young is next. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch of the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go. Without a fight, better know that.